Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast. We're so happy you're here today to learn about how to create fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your small business. Today, we're going to dive into the topic of people and how they impact everything about your business. And people includes you. So I'd like to say hello, business rock stars. If you're new to our gig, my name is Maggie Mongan, and I am your host today. I'm a tenured master business coach, trainer, and growth strategist. For that part, think marketing. For about 20 years now, I am the CEO of Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc., the coaching practice that specializes in guiding small businesses to optimize business performance and leadership. Now, if you're new here, you're going to learn that we're all about improving the underserved small business sector. And I honestly believe that small businesses are the accelerant of our economy, so much so that inadvertently I ended up founding a number one best-selling business book series for small businesses. And we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But most importantly, this is what I want you to know is like all good things, I didn't do it alone. Good things require lots of help. So I invited tenured experts to join me in the authoring process. And today we have with us one of our tenured experts and a returning author on the scene here, three-time number one best-selling business author and number one international author, Susan White. Welcome, Susan. Thank you, Maggie. Every time you say that, I look around and I go, oh, it's me. (laughs) It is odd, isn't it? (laughs) Five years later, and I still have that. (laughs) So I get it. Okay, everyone, it's really important for you to know who Susan White is, because she works with struggling individuals and small businesses to consciously and intentionally move through their challenges by exploring the now, put that in air quotes, the now, and clarify their goals so they can create and deliver their intended transformation. Wow, Susan, you got a lot of work you're doing. I I do help people do all that stuff. It's amazing. Isn't it fun guiding people through transformations? It is, especially the smiles on all of our faces when we have a big (laughs) success, a big old win for all of us. Yeah, I had a client call me up with a big win today. So I know what you're saying. It was it was a happy dance moment, right? For sure. Yeah. Okay. So here you are, Susan. You're a returning author. You have authored in hmm a volume or two prior to volume five, correct? Yes. Okay. And you became a number one international best-selling business author in volume five in our series. Congratulations, because that's huge. Thank you. Thank you. Any number one is huge, right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm so glad that you're here because your wisdom is needed more than ever before, in my mind, at least. Mm-hmm. So, so let's talk about volume five in the book series, because this episode is dedicated to the topic that you wrote about in volume five, right? Yes. That's okay. authenticity. Yes, it is. So in volume five, and everybody wants you to know that the book series has the same title, So the only way you can distinguish which volume it is, is by the color of 
the front cover. So the book series is titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner, and the subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. Volume five, which is our final volume, is the vibrant turquoise covered, colored cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always got to be careful and I messed up this time. Okay, mm-hmm. so so what's neat about that is, Susan, in chapter four, in volume five, you wrote a chapter that's titled The Real Deal on Authenticity in Relationships. I love that, The Real Deal. And it's like, let's let's just cut to the chase and get real on things, right? I, I use that frequently, the real deal. Yeah, well, you are the real deal. I'd like to think so. I, I, that's my experience. Okay, so let's just dive into this, right? Because everybody's probably like, oh, authenticity. I think I've heard so much about authenticity. I know about it. I'm going to say, blah, yeah. blah, 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 right? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to hear what you're about to hear anywhere else. <laughs> Mm-mm. I haven't heard it yet. Mm-mm. So welcome back, Susan. Here we are in uh, your mini series for this volume. We're in our fourth episode. So what are you going to teach us about authenticity today? Or should I say, what pearls of wisdom do you want to share? Ooh, pearls. Um, thank you, Maggie. I, I'm very grateful to be with you again. And as you were talking, it just felt to me like uh, we did our last podcast yesterday. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, time just keeps marching on. And it I'll does. tell you, it's been a heck of a 2022 already, and it's only April. Uh, so I'm just really anticipating all the other marvels I'm going to be experiencing throughout the rest of the year. Hmm. I bet you are. So, I bet you are. You know, I'm a bit of a wordsmith, and I chose that word marvels because most people are pretty quick to judge. And if I were to say it's been a good year, or a bad year, um, they would be judging each one of what I talked about on a perceived notion of themselves. And well, as a human, I'm prone to do the exact same thing because we're judgmental critters. (laughs) Yeah, we are. Yeah, and we don't ever want to lose our abilities to make a judgment. Okay, well, this is all true. So now I'm really curious. It sounds like you're having a tough time and things aren't going so well and maybe they aren't going the way that you wanted them to. So what's up with that, Susan? I would love if everything went my way. (laughs) oh you too (laughs) so really I'd be a big old fat liar if I said everything is going my way in 2022 and what I can acknowledge to you is that 2022 is changing who I am Mm. so given that we're doing a podcast about authenticity that may sound kind of peculiar and I'm, I'm thinking a brief recap about authenticity might be in order Okay, I think that's a good idea. So why don't you take us there? Well, I've gotten feedback throughout my entire career that I'm genuine. And that's just another word for authentic in my mind. 
And I know people say they want to work with others who are genuine. And when I under, undertook the writing of my chapter in volume five of the real deal on authenticity in relationships, I did that as a researcher of authenticity, not that I'm an expert. <laughs> um, I heard that chuckle and I know you well enough to know that you probably have something to say on that statement. <laughs> Not only do I have lots of questions, I also have a concern. You know, I refer to you and all of our other authors as brilliant practicing experts. Uh-oh. So, yeah, you know, here we are talking about authenticity and you're saying, hey, I did this as a researcher, not as an expert. What aren't you telling us? (laughs) Well, you're asking me if I am an expert or not. And the truth is I'm only an expert on my own authenticity. I'm not an expert on your authenticity or anybody (laughs) else's. I love Um, it. The foundation of everyone's authenticity is fluid and it's based upon experiences we have and how we integrate them into who we are. I mean, it doesn't change the foundation of authenticity. It actually fine tunes it. Oh, so it's a refinement process. Okay. So tell us more about the refinement process. Oh, who the thunk I was refined. (laughs) Okay. So, so this is really beautiful because everyone can only hear us and you and I both are hardly writers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Harley writers are probably some of the most authentic people I know. And nobody can see it, but you're wearing your Harley sweatshirt right now. And I took my Badger sweatshirt off earlier today, Wisconsin Badger. So, you know, here we are. We're just being real, right? Amen. You know, and one of my strengths is being in the moment. Most people refer to that as mindfulness and as a realist, which I am, I view it as a necessity um, because I uh, don't know how I would manage otherwise if I wasn't real. Okay. Um, Well, it's, it's you, I've heard you say it's about you being genuine to being you, right? Well, I need to genuinely be me. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And, you know, I want to share an experience I had this this week that affected how authentic I am. And actually, it may have cost me a friendship. I'm not sure. Um, As usual, I'm allowing myself to be vulnerable because, well, that's a key piece to my personal authenticity. Right. You know, last week I had someone approach me and it was crystal clear when I saw them that they were incredibly uncomfortable and had something going on and I couldn't quite wrap my brain around it. And I was confronted about my behavior and I lost my temper. Um, I allowed this competitive part of myself to, to step in and run the show and the ensuing conversation went really poorly for us both. Mm. Now, now keep in mind, as I'm explaining this, I'm a clinician, I'm well-versed in all things psychological and how we human critters operate and much more than the general population. So it was, it was crazy. Okay. So let me interrupt you for a moment here. Mm -hmm. You're telling us you lost your temper. 
-hmm. And the other person was affected by that. And there really wasn't any kind of resolution to the conflict. That's true. And people come in here and resolve conflict. I help them with that. Right, that right. In my own situation, um, I'd like to add the caveat that there isn't any resolution to the conflict yet. Got it. Um, I'm only partially responsible for my part of the resolution. And therein lies the whole concept of how authenticity is fluid rather than static. Now, please keep in mind our experiences and how we integrate them into our lives is how we either maintain or redefine authenticity for ourselves. Okay. Day out. Okay. 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 Well, time out here. That all sounds really complicated. And I have a question because I, I better listeners need to just take a pause, mental pause for a moment and get caught up. Mm-hmm. If who you are is changing, how does that affect how authentic you or any of us ever are? How authentic are you being right now during this recording? And this isn't picking on you. It's just like, okay, we're really cracking it open wide here. And in in circumstances, how authentic are we? Yeah, and you know what? That's a great question, Maggie. You you always know how to provide the right segue for each one of the podcasts we do. How do you do that? <laughs> hey, I hang out with great people. <laughs> Yay! It makes it easy to do it. Yeah, so thank you. Thank now, you. That was an authentic answer, and I, I loved it. So <clears throat> an answer to your question is, I'm being as authentic as I know how to be. Mm. So Prior to my conflict of last week with someone who I thought I really knew and trusted well, there's been ever uh, such a slight shift in how I understand myself and how I show up in my relationships. Okay. Okay. Hold on, Susan. Mm-hmm. I'm being as authentic as I know how, as I know how to be. Yes. That's that fluidity you're speaking of, right? Yeah. Okay, because you can know more tomorrow and show up differently in the same circumstance. Absolutely. We have life-changing events every day. Well, I do anyway. (laughs) Life-changing experiences. Okay. You you see, one of the ingredients of my authenticity is taking responsibility. I'm also committed to a very high degree of vulnerability in all my relationships, Now, I've done this before, and it's noteworthy to acknowledge, I believe authenticity is the end result uh, of a recipe that has a variety of different ingredients. And those ingredients are our qualities, their experiences, their beliefs, their um, how we attach meanings to various things that happen in our lives, experiences. And since we all have new experiences every day, well, there's that fluidity. And I believe authenticity is fluid rather than static. Hence the title of this, <laughs> Ebbs and Flows. Ebbs and Flows. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you've talked about parts and shadow work and how all of that has influenced authenticity in your past episodes in, in this mini series. Um, you've even written about it. So I just want to share the episode numbers really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
talking about authenticity because Susan has prior episodes throughout our podcast. Authenticity begins with episode 204, then 213, then 222, and then this one. You're so bravo. Star. You're a rock star at keeping all that stuff organized. I just know I've been doing a bunch of talking. <laughs> See, there's authenticity. <laughs> I've just been doing a bunch of talking. But, but I know one of the things that I haven't talked about, and that's defensiveness. Okay. Because one of the reasons my, the conflict that I had didn't turn out well last week was defensiveness. See, <clears throat> as someone who's mindful and real, when we step out of that moment, well, when I step out of the moment and I lose my temper, I become defensive and any conversation or exchange I'm involved with becomes competitive, competitive and it shifts into a win-win situation, or in this case, a win-lose. I'm not quite sure how it's turned out yet, mm. but we know that's no good for business and it's even worse for our personal relationships, isn't it? Well, that's true. Yeah. So I've entitled this podcast, The Ebb and Flow of Authenticity, because I'm in the business of transformation. And each week I spend time with individuals who are wanting to create a new understanding of themselves and a better understanding of other people. And, you know, some people want to heal relationships and in my day-to-day -day interactions, I help identify and support people through a variety of desired changes. And, and I've made no secret at all that I have a therapist as well. I, actually, I have a team of therapists <laughs> because each one is very good in one specific area of mental health. And all of this contributes to the ebb and flow of authenticity for me. Okay, so Susan, it sounds like you're saying we're constantly changing. So our authenticity is constantly changing too. Yes, except I'd like to frame it in that we're always having new experiences. And I'd like for you and our listeners to think about this. We create a sense of comfort and safety in our home so we can go out into the challenging and sometimes not so friendly world and accomplish whatever needs to be accomplished. And the moment we step out of our safe environment, we expose ourselves to interactions that affect us and reveal how authentic is going to evolve. Mm. You know, I want our listeners to really get a sense that who we are yesterday may not be who we are tomorrow. And, and as, as you keep that in mind, you can begin to understand a little bit how authenticity ebbs and flows based on our experiences. Well, and what we know to be safe and what we're willing to do in order to maintain safety. Okay, so Susan, you're really leading us into some really heady stuff here. If authenticity isn't static, how can we call it authenticity? You know, the core of authenticity is static. <laughs> we are fluid because we are thinking emotional critters we human beings are and how we show up as authentic can change just like the ocean okay 
but the ocean is the ocean. You aren't saying the ocean is different every day. This is, this is like a little bit confusing here. Can you help bring some clarity to the ebb and flow of authenticity? And the, while you're doing that, can you address what you just said about the core of who we are? Yeah, the core. Um, my core is my level of integrity. My core is my capacity to be vulnerable. My core is how much I value relationships. You see, the core is at the very center of who I am and what I'm all about. So it stands to reason that if that's my core, not everybody has my same core for authenticity, but you see, it's the part of me that people know really well and are clear about. And that's a constant. We use a variety of cliches to describe what I'm talking about. Uh, for example, have you ever heard the term um, uh, a person being like a bull in a china shop? <laughs> have you ever heard the term honest as the day is long? Mm -hmm. Those are all cliches, but they also describe someone's core. Then again, who I am today is not who I will be tomorrow, but the core of who we are remains the same. Mm. All people change, grow, and develop throughout life. And understanding and accepting this truth is a huge contributor to everyone's authenticity. Okay, that, that makes sense so far. I bet you're going to take it a little further. Mm -hmm. So here's another analogy. It's like a body part falling asleep. We've all had our foot fall asleep and then we stand up, haven't we? <laughs> and flop. I mean, we, yeah, we can't. We, we go, oh, my foot's asleep. Right. Uh, our foot doesn't cooperate. And then we need to adapt uh, for just a moment before we can walk on it. And, you know, that's a really oversimplified experience that imprints how we make sense out of things. But you right. see, we do that all the time without our even giving it any conscious thought. And then in turn, we have feelings and that turns into action or inaction. Because you see our foot falling asleep. It's a temporary situation. We know it. We know how to handle it. We know how to manage it. We learn, grow, and develop and show up in life the way we do because of the experiences we have. I, I hope that all makes sense. I, I use a lot of analogies so people can apply them to the abstraction of thinking, feeling, and behaving, because that's what goes on with us as people, a lot of abstractions. That gives me and our listeners a lot to think about, especially when it comes to authenticity, because everything you said here is, is factual. And it makes sense now when you say authenticity ebbs and flows. Totally oh. makes sense. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that because have you ever heard that saying hindsight is 2020? Because <laughs> um, if I can tell you, if I was approached with the same conflict scenario today that I, I was approached with a week ago, um, I definitely would have handled it differently. I would have set up the meeting with the individual so differently, different environment, different time. And hopefully that would have provided a different outcome. Um, it's still unresolved, but um, 
it's only been a week and just stay tuned. We'll find out how it's all going to turn out. <laughs> okay. I love this because you're simply saying authenticity is not a one size fits all between individuals mm-hmm. and throughout any particular group or individuals, we're going to see that it will ebb and flow given whatever the experiences are that we have mm-hmm. um, and that we bring forward to the circumstance, right? Uh, exactly. And keep in mind that the core remains the same, but we <clears throat> show up slightly different all the time based on our experiences, but the core remains the same. You know, most people don't give this any thought at all because we're busy in our everyday lives. We're shopping, we're doing laundry, we're returning voicemails, we're preparing for podcasts, we're (laughs) writing, doing all sorts of things. And, you know, uh, being in this place and in this capacity to have this discussion, it's what I'm all about. It's, It's core to my authenticity um, as, a, as a writer here on this podcast, as a neighbor, a community member, as a woman, and well, most importantly, as a human being. My intention is sharing all of this for people to determine exactly what authenticity is to them, as well as if they're showing up in life in all their roles is desired. That, that's all, it's pretty simple. Just taking that piece and then utilizing it and especially um, creating a way to capitalize our businesses using it and to make sure that we are showing up as authentic business leaders. Well, I, I absolutely love this. The way you put it is so crystal clear now. It just took us 20 minutes to unpack it. So we could reframe it and make it work for us. Thank you, because this is really important. Thank you. I I appreciate being able to share my insight because, well, it comes to me at some very inconvenient times, like 2 or 3 a.m. in the morning, (laughs) and uh, there's no one around to share it with. So I appreciate being able to talk about authenticity and all the things I'm learning about it as a researcher. That's beautiful. Go research. Everything starts with research. Oh, I'd love to go further, but we have another episode that we're going to go ahead and do. Um, You're coming back for a bonus round, aren't you? I am. We got all sorts of goodness going on. Oh, far be it for me to miss a bonus round. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, so (laughs) yeah, there's more awesome to share, right? I'm thinking there is. Okay, so uh, let's put a pause on this. And I'd like to say, listeners, we really appreciate um, you listening. This is how you can learn more and engage with three-time number one best-selling author, Susan White. Start by reading chapter four and volume five of the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. It's everywhere. Trust me. It's everywhere. You can go find it. And, and just to make sure you have the right volume, it's the one with the vibrant turquoise cover. Now, Susan did something really cool. At the end of her chapter, 
she wrote a glossary to define these terms just to make sure everybody's on the same page instead of coming from perception. And then um, at the bottom of her author page, she created a special invitation for you. Susan, would you like to share a little bit about what that is so everybody knows to go check that out? Yes, absolutely. Um, explore your authenticity with customers and, and uh, uh, employees, and then you can determine what serves your business's highest potential by going to my website, learngrowdevelop.com or hashtag learngrowdevelop or hashtag conductauthenticbusiness. Ah, there you go. And we, we're going to make it even easier than that because this is what's really cool. Right now you can see everything about the book, how to get a hold of it, and all of them for that matter, as well as all our authors. But most importantly, we're focusing on Susan White today. So you can go download the books app. It's a free app. It's Brilliant Biz Book. So go to your book, uh, your bookstore, <laughs> go to your app store and type in Brilliant Biz, B-I-Z, book. Once you download, there's a feature that's called Ask an Expert. And that's after we have like all of our podcasts listed there, a social media page for the community of small business owners. What I want you to do is um, scroll down and find Susan White's name. We also have another author named Susan. So make sure it's Susan White. And when you tap on her name, it's actually going to open up like an email. Go ahead, put your question in there or your comment and then send it off to her and she'll reply. And uh, that's a pretty cool bonus, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Susan, as always, um, I want to thank you for your time and your wisdom sharing today. Thank you, Maggie. It was, it, it was good to see you and good to talk with you. And, and I'm always happy to do a podcast. Yeah, yeah you are. Okay. And, and we love that. We love that, you know, you want to start your own podcast, go for it, but let's focus just on some episodes. Um, again, because I forgot to mention your fourth one, uh, episode 204, 213, 222, and 233 have already all been on authenticity. And um, we'll have all of that in the show notes. So you can go ahead and just click on it. So stay on the road if you're driving. And listeners, have fun being the authentic you, no matter what it looks like, because you'll be glad that you did. Right, Susan? Absolutely. Uh, and my experience is being authentic is more fun, well, more often than not. Amen. Amen. And listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast, where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Shine brightly until next week.